from Luke chapter 2. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Christmas is a miracle, and we've been celebrating the various miracles of Christmas. And the main miracle of Christmas is that even though God knows you perfectly, He still loves you. And He loves you so much that He gave His Son Jesus to be your Savior. Born in that manger in Bethlehem, only to grow up and to die on a cross and to rise from the dead, and now preparing a place for us in heaven. And so, Merry Miraculous Christmas. Can you say that with me? Merry Miraculous. You did a good job. So good. I want you to stand now and greet one another. Greet the people around you and say, wish them a Merry Miraculous Christmas. Would you do that? That's a great sound when people are smiling and talking to one another like that. And really, the Christmas really is about miracles. And the miracle we want to focus on tonight is the miracle of hope. Most of us are aware of the lack of hope in our society today. In fact, uh, it's been said that we live in a day of despair. The uh, According to the National Center for Health Statistics, the suicide rate in the United States 
from 2000 until now has risen almost 30%. Suicide has touched our congregation. It's touched our schools, our communities. If a disease saw such a spike, we would deem it as epidemic. So how do we explain such darkness and despair that people are experiencing today? After all, we are more educated than any other society ever on the face of this earth. We have tools of technology that we didn't even dream of 10 years ago. We are saturated with quality entertainment and recreation. Incomes are up. Unemployment is down. The stock market is bullish once again. God is so good. And yet more people than ever are dying from the lack of hope. When a person has no hope, they're filled with despair and gloom. And it's dark. And maybe even more so than the national statistics. What about you? As we sang joy to the world, maybe there's a darkness in your heart that needs to be confronted and healed. Maybe you are experiencing something in your life that is bringing you down. And the question then becomes, is there any hope? Is there anything that, that God can do for us to shore us up, to lift us up, to give us hope? That question has been asked for centuries. And that's why tonight we gaze by faith into the miracle of God's grace, the miracle of the manger, the miracle of hope for us that we need. In order to do so, let's just go back to the Christmas story once again and remember the first announcement that there was going to be a baby, a Savior born, came to the shepherds. And it says they were out in their fields keeping watch over their flocks at what time of the day? At night. You see, it was dark. The shepherds knew a lot about darkness and probably a lot about despair. They were nomads. They were homeless. And they drifted with their, with their sheep to the next green, nice patch of grass where their sheep could eat. They didn't have uh, any cleaning materials to, to wash themselves with. No restrooms or showers or refrigerators. Uh, no washing machines. No beds even with mattresses. It was a rough and a tough life. And there must have been times when the shepherds wanted to chuck it all and to give up because it was dark. And yet it was in the darkness that the angel came to them. You know, many of us know about darkness, and I've heard already this week of three of our disciples who have lost loved ones to death. That's dark. Someone else just found out that their spouse was having an affair with someone, and they're going to probably get a divorce. We have families, even in our church, wondering how they're going to pay their bills this month. We just found out that someone felt a lump and they went to the doctor and it's cancerous. You see, there's darkness all over. Yet just like for the shepherds, it's in our darkness, just like the shepherd's darkness, that God comes to us with hope. Listen to the words of hope that the angel gave to them. He said to the shepherds, do not be afraid. Don't you find that fear is that which often sinks us down into despair? He says, don't be afraid because I've got good news of great joy that will be not only for you, but for all people. 
For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. I want you to look at the picture that's on the screen. Let's show the Rembrandt picture. This is kind of dark, and uh, you, you might not be able to see it real well. Uh, this is the picture of the shepherds adoring the Christ by the famous Dutch artist Rembrandt. If you count them up, there are eight shepherds, all mainly of different ages. And in the background, you can't really see it up here on the screen, but one of the cross beams in the barn is in the shape of a cross. And it's a foreshadowing of what would happen to the baby born in the manger. And yet the main aspect of this picture is about light and the dissipation of light. And if you look at it, the light is not shining on the Christ child, the baby in the manger. The light is emanating from the child in the manger. The light is coming from Jesus. And that's what Jesus came to do. John said that, 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 the, that, that the light came into the world, and that's Jesus. And the darkness has not been able to put him out. And that's why Jesus in John chapter 8 can say, I am the light of the world. He who follows me will not walk in darkness. He who believes in me will never die. Jesus, the light of the world, is there for us. He's the one that gives us the light. Silent Night, we're going to be singing it in the dark here in just a few minutes. And one of the verses says, Silent Night, Holy Night, Son of God loves pure light. Radiant beams from thy holy face with the dawn of redeeming grace. You see, Jesus, the light of the world, is the only one that can shine into the darkness of our hearts and get rid of the darkness of our sin and give us hope. The light of Jesus is that which assures us that we can go on in life with confidence and trusting in Him. No one's going to argue tonight, I don't think, with me, the fact of the incarnation, that Jesus really came to bring us hope and light. But the thing that I want to challenge you with tonight is this question. Will I be able to build my life on the hope of Jesus? The miracle of hope. You see, as a result of the good news of great joy that came to the shepherds, that comes to us this evening, through faith in Him, we have the assurance of hope. And we build our lives on that hope and on the promises that God gives us in Jesus. Hope in Jesus means that better days are coming. You can count on it as a believer. Hope keeps hanging on because you know that God is not finished with you yet, that he's got more in store for you. That's why hope assures us that we can be thankful. We can be thankful for what we have and what we don't have. Hope assures us that there is a future, that God has a plan for you in your life and for me. Hope assures us that one day, yes, the shape of the Christmas tree, one day we're going to be with the Lord forever in heaven as a result of his death and resurrection for us. It was an older lady in our congregation not that long ago that demonstrated to me the truth of hope. She, uh, she has Alzheimer's. And when she first got Alzheimer's and was put into the memory unit, uh, when I came to visit her, she knew me. And she called me by name. Hi, Pastor Luther. And then after a couple months her mind started to fade, and that terrible disease robbed her of her memory. 
And she looked at me with kind of a blank stare until I started talking to her and I'd pray with her and then she would call me pastor once again. Well, it was clear that she was in a good, safe place. And at the end of one of our visits, I took her hand and I, I prayed for her and she gave me a smile. And even though two minutes later, she wouldn't have been able to remind, remember that I was there. She said one thing to me that caught my attention. She said, Pastor, things are getting better. And it caught my attention because there's a person that's fading away with Alzheimer's. And yet through her faith, she was able to say, I've got hope. Things are getting better. Friends, we are never without hope. The hope that we have is assured to us in that baby in the manger, coming to us in the darkness, that shines the light of God's grace to us, that assures us that even though He knows us perfectly, that He loves us, that He forgives us, and He has a future for us. Thomas Lake is a Sports Illustrated uh, writer, and he wrote an article entitled, The Way It Should Be. And in this article, he recalls a softball game that took place between two college teams, one from Oregon and one from the state of Washington. It was a decisive game as the winner of the game would advance to the divisional playoffs. The Western Oregon Wolves were a sturdy team that boasted several strong batters, but Sarah Tokolsky was not one of them. She was batting only 153 for the season and was not usually in the starting lineup, but because the right fielder the day before had hurt her back going for a fly ball, she was inserted into the lineup. Sarah had never hit a home run, but there she was in the last inning, the bottom of the last inning, and she saw a curveball, and she saw it perfectly. She swung as hard as she could and hit it over the left field fence. Well, she sprinted down first base to round the bases, and evidently she missed first base. Okay, and the coaches saw it, and so between first and second base, the coaches yelled out to Sarah, Sarah, you got to go back and touch first base. So as she's sprinting towards second, she stops and turns, and she hears a pop in her knee, and she blew out her ACL, and she's laying on the ground, crying, in pain. She ends up crawling back to first base, and there she is on first base, she asks her coach what she should do, and the coach says, I don't know. And so the coach goes and talks to the umpire, and the umpire tells them that if one of the teammates or any of the coaches help her up to, cross, to round the bases, that she would be called out immediately. Sarah didn't know what to do, and there she is, collapsed on first base. She can't get up, her legs completely blown out, and there she is groaning. Well, let me make a comparison right here, because you and I have a lot in common with Sarah Tokolsky, because we've stumbled also, and it's not just in softball. We've stumbled in morality, in honesty, in integrity. We've done our best only to trip and fall at so many times in our lives, and we are weakened, not with torn ligaments, but we are weakened with the darkness of broken hearts and weary spirits and polluted attitudes. And the distance between where we are and where we should be seems impassable. So what do we do? 
Where do we turn? Is there any hope? Well, tonight the angel announces, just as he did to the shepherds, I've got good news for you, good news of great joy. For unto you is born this day a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. You see, the miracle in the manger is truly human. And because the baby Jesus was born of the Virgin Mary, he was true man. And as a result, he could take our place on the cross and suffer for our sins. And because not only was he true man, but he's also truly divine, the very Son of God, conceived by the Holy Spirit, he can also take the sins of the world upon himself as true God and suffer the punishment of death and damnation in our place. You see, the miracle of the manger, the miracle of hope, reminds us that if, as we are troubled in spirit, that he was troubled too. Are you anxious about dying? You know, Jesus was anxious about that too, according to his human nature. Are you overwhelmed with grief? So was Jesus. Have you ever cried with loud cries and tears? Jesus did too. You see, the one born in the manger in Bethlehem, the Lord Jesus Christ, he gets you. He knows you and he loves you. And as true God and true man, he is uniquely qualified to carry us home. In fact, Jesus does what Mallory Holtman did for Sarah Tikolsky. Let me finish the story. When we left Sarah, remember she's lying there on first base in pain. And uh, she's there because in her home run trot, she first missed, base, missed first base and then she blew out her ACL. The fans were shouting to get Sarah off the field as she lay there in agony, but Sarah didn't want to leave. She wanted to round the bases and cross home plate. And so Mallory Holtman came up with a solution. You see, she played first base for the opposing team, Central Washington University. She was a senior, and oh, she wanted a victory. You'd think that Mallory would be happy to see the home run nullified, but she wasn't. Hey, she said to the umpires, can, can, can I help her around the bases? Why would you want to do that? One of the umps asked her. Well, before she could answer, the ump shrugged his shoulders and said, okay, I guess if you want to. And so Mallory signaled for the shortstop on the team to come over and help her. And the two of them placed their arms around her and the mission of mercy began. And they paused at each base second and third, so that Sarah could touch the base with her foot. And by the time they headed towards home plate, every spectator, every spectator was up in their, on their feet, just clapping and yelling and screaming. You see, Sarah's teammates had gathered at home plate, and as she passed home plate, she was smiling like a homecoming queen. But the only one who could help her did. And as a result, Sarah made it home. The only one who could help you, the only one who could help me, did. That God saw our need and he became one of us in that baby of the manger. And the only one who could pick us up out of the darkness and despair and give us hope for this life and even forever has done that for us. 
And by the light of the grace of the miracle in the manger, the Lord Jesus promises that one day he will carry us home to be with him forever. It's a miracle. Merry, miraculous Christmas. Can you say that with me once again? Merry, miraculous Christmas. God's peace be with you and Merry Christmas, everyone.